You're listening to Hot Mess to Success Podcast Episode 006. Join us today as we highlight some of our favorite parts of the incredible interview we had with Alyssa Dare Nelson. This powerhouse left us with a ton of new resources to dig into, and we want to make sure you are ready to get the most out of what she shared. So crank up the volume, pour a cup of happy coffee, grab your favorite Sharpie, and get ready to take on the perfect and productive seven-day challenge. You're listening to the Hot Mess to Success podcast, where we firmly believe that you can make your dreams a reality no matter what life throws at you. Besties in biz, Amanda and Laura will encourage you to embrace your hot messes, own your message, and empower you to kick ass in life and business. It's time to learn from the experts. Listen in on raw and real conversations. Hear hot tips and tricks that helped others overcome the challenges and struggles of being an entrepreneur. Are you ready to dig in, get a little dirty, do the work, and tackle your biggest hot messes so you can enjoy ultimate success? If so, you're in the right place. Here are your hosts, mentors, coffee mug collectors, mother hustlers, and taco lovers, Amanda Belkazar and Laura Host. When Laura and I first started this project, we knew we wanted to give, give, give. But I have to tell you, this is getting a little out of control. In honor of our launch, we have put together a huge prize package that is worth way over $1,000. And we want you to win it. Just go to hotmesstosuccess.com slash win and enter today. That's hotmesstosuccess.com slash win. All right, everybody. Welcome back. This is our second episode of the week, and we are here going to chat a little bit about our friend, Miss Alyssa Dare. Wait, there was a, there's a thing in the center. What is it? Alyssa, what Dare? Alyssa Dare Nelson. Dare Nelson. That's what it was. Alyssa Dare Nelson, who was just a ridiculous guest. If you guys didn't like, I was going through and re-listening to this stuff because there were so many huge points that I had never heard of. Like some of, even, even some of the people that she was referencing and her points were just, they, they really got to me. And so if you guys have not listened to that episode yet, pause, go back. What was it? Zero, zero, five. 005, you guys. Seriously, do not miss it. Go back and check that out. So we want to get in and kind of just pull out some of the really hot topics that she was talking about and kind of go a little bit, you know, deeper into that. And I actually, the first thing that I'd like to talk about is the part about curiosity versus judgment. That was truly out of the entire program, probably one of the biggest aha moments for me and something that I 100% am committed to instilling in my daughter. It's kind of a life check, isn't it? Like I would, especially um, when you're looking at that, even in the aspect of, I mean, it's so easy to judge, right? Like, so even me in the dating world right now, I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, okay, like, so now you have to like, so I have to relate to this to dating. Give me two minutes. Okay. <laughs> but, like, 
like when you're dating someone, you have to keep it like, you know, zero. You have to just be curious the whole time, just curious and fun. So, and then there's no room for judgment because you have zero expectations. You just go into it. Like, I'm just going here to have fun. We're just curious to get to know each other. And then there's no expectations. If I went into it, looking at him like, oh, he's not my future husband type. And then I might totally miss out on all of his amazing, great qualities because I'm just focused on would he be a good bonus dad? Would he be good at bringing me breakfast in bed? I'm kidding. <laughs> but like all those I things. mean, those are the important things. Don't, don't, no. Don't but really like it is about being curious. It is about just because once you become curious about somebody and individuals and it's so fun. I mean, I did that last weekend, um, went out with a friend and we had so much fun because there was zero expectations and we just were curious. We had a great time. We laughed, we joked. It was, it was an amazing weekend and it wasn't about, um, there was no judgment. Like we didn't, it was just, it was awesome, but I can see how easily in the past prior to even like learning this and hearing Alyssa say that it's a natural human instinct, isn't it? To like just naturally be like, Oh, I, you know, you see something, you're like, you're not my type. We wouldn't be friends. We, whatever, even we couldn't do business together, even if it's business partner relationships, judgment just comes far too easily in our world nowadays, I think. And so when you turn that judgment to curiosity, it totally is a game changer. Yeah. And I loved, I mean, that's the thing is, and and this is kind of where I was even saying with, um, you know, really wanted to focus on this with my daughter too, because I feel that children, okay, Alyssa had mentioned that the reason why, you know, judgment comes is because our brain is, categorizing everything. And we're categorizing things based on our experience and how we make sense of things. So when we can't make sense of something, that's when we judge it. But as a child, they're, you know, just curious. They're purely curious. They're not judging anything. That's why it's so fun to be around children. Sometimes they're not judging anything. It's not until they learn, they learn, you know, how to categorize things and then how, Oh, this person did something that doesn't fit into one of my categories just because I'm not. And unfortunately, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. I didn't even look at this to find out what like age does that kind of change a little bit. And I think that it could be incredibly helpful at such whatever that age level is in, in grade or what grade school or, you know, early on when, if there was either something with the parents were aware of this or the teachers were aware of this, I could think that this could help a lot of, you know, kids not have self-esteem issues and things like that. If we were just all openly curious about stuff. And the same thing, uh, I have a friend who has always been adamant about no teasing with kids. And even as adults, I think we do that a lot instead. Um, even just like, Oh, like, you know, you're just like even calling babies chubby and you know, all these things that we don't even realize how we are working on their subconscious and, um, just like zero tolerance for it. And I catch my kids now and I catch myself doing it sometimes, you know, like, uh, and it's just, it's in a joking way and we're laughing, but I'm like, it's never really that funny because then that takes away from the curiosity and it's really judgment. I mean, undermindedly it is judgment and that's where, and then that's when the teasing turns into bullying and everything else. So I think it's so important that with our kids, we, um, and I'm guilty of it, right? I'm guilty of just like fun, joking, teasing. And I'm like, ah, I try to catch myself and then I try to correct myself. And then 
I've learned too, that one of the big things is taking responsibility and just admitting to my kids like, Hey, I'm sorry I did that. Mommy shouldn't have said that because that probably wasn't the nicest thing mommy could say because now they see me apologizing. So it's a lot easier for them to apologize as well and take responsibility for their action and then lessen those judgments, which is what we're going for. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, that is, I think that's one of the biggest, um, things that you can do. I'm, I'm not coming up with the word, but like basically when you are able to recognize something and because a lot of times it's kind of instinctual, like you said, like you're like, I'm not, a, I'm not a bad hearted person, but sometimes there is, you know, judgmental thoughts that happen. But if you can recognize that right away and like check yourself, that's just going to make it that much better. And I think that's what I was saying about, you know, when, when, um, we were talking about being surrounded by, you know, incredible people. And now that I look back, it's when I'm talking to people and like, we're curious about each other. It's not like once we get to something, it's like, oh, and then it's like moving on. It's like, that's probably why I'm so attracted to like these incredible people that I'm meeting at different events and things, because they're just genuinely curious because they've met so many different people that they, you know, appreciate and respect that might have different views from them and might look different. that might act different that might have different political views, huh? Like have, might have different like religious backgrounds, all these things. And instead of them being judgmental, they're curious. And it's, it's so, such a breath of fresh air. So if nothing else, you guys, I would love, love, love for you guys to think on that. And I know Laura and I are committed to like doing this ourselves. So just try, if you do notice yourself being judgmental with anything, you know, even with people that are close to you, it doesn't even have to be strangers. Like how, how bad is it when we have people that we love our family, the people that we would like die for and you know, they do something. You're just like, Oh my God, I can't believe they're doing that. Like, why do they do that? Like, and I mean, it's, that's, I guess that's a good thing to say. Why do they do that? But you're, I was saying that in a judgmental way, let's say it in a way like, Hey, you know what? There's a reason why they're doing that. instead of just thinking like, you know, it bothers you, then either be curious about it or just kind of let it go. Let it, I mean, everybody's different. So it's like the, you know, bad drivers, right? Like it's like how it's giving power to people, right? Like if you give power to people, if they make you annoyed or they make you angry, you're giving power to them, right? You can be sad for them. You can be disappointed for them and you can pray for them and you can hope the best for them. Like the bad drivers, assuming that they've got a deathly ill pet, obviously in the car that they have to drive like a maniac. Uh, I'm going to have to tell John, this because he has no tolerance with somebody. Uh, And I'm like, I would always think that's exactly the thing because he has the biggest heart for animals. And that's what I'm going to tell him next time. I'm like, what if, what if right now they're driving like that because they either just lost a pet or they have to get their pet to the vet? And yes, they are. It's a total mindset change. And you're like, oh my gosh, clear the way. They don't mean to be acting like that. They're just trying to get their sick pet to the vet. And Total, like, <laughs> okay, so we're giving you guys some very, like, actionable things to do right there. <laughs> but I mean, you know, and, and one of the things that she had mentioned as well is talking about, you know, w- the difference between jealousy and judgment, because they're kind of in the same group. But if you're, it's, it's the similar feelings, again, you're just having a different way to look at it, because jealousy is if you feel inferior to them, you feel jealous about that same thing. But if you feel superior to them, then it's a judgment. So we got to come on people. We got to, we got to get ourselves together. 
Right, right. Do you know one of the other things that I recall from Alyssa's thing uh, that kind of really stood out for me with our conversation with her, her unawareness of her rock bottom, like not knowing what was going on, like kind of that lost feeling. Like I'm sure there's people out there who have cried helplessly or wondered, why can I not get out of bed? Like where, what, what is wrong with me? Like you start to feel like questioning yourself and your, your own self and stuff. And it's like, I, and she did this. I mean, her and her husband were both like, oh my gosh, because that's not her personality for like months on end, just basically, and to the point we're not getting out of bed anymore. And so yeah. I just think it's so important like she even said, it's even hard because you have no energy and because your, your mental illness and whatever it is, whether like hers ended up being diagnosed as clinical depression, um, to really be able to, you are not alone. And I think it's so important. I've been listening to our podcast episodes over and over again too, just because I'm pulling things out of it all the time. But to remember to reach out to someone, you know, like in yep. any of those moments is you are not alone and you have to reach out to someone. Yeah. And I know in my episode, that was episode two, we I talked about all of the support systems, even on social media and stuff like that. But I yeah. think it's really valid point to make to people that you're not alone. And I know so many women feel that way, whether you just had a baby and you have the baby blues or your kids are, I mean, let's face it. Kids can drive you bananas. I yeah. mean, you're pulling your hair out, especially me now. I'm single momming it. I mean, I am the sole provider every single night and day when they get home, you know, besides four nights out of the month when they go see their their dad. Like, I am the one there 95% of the time. And there's a lot of stress in that, you know, but it's nice to have a good support system. And I've really been consciously aware of surrounding myself with good people yeah. and checking in with good people every single day too. Absolutely. And that's, and she, she did mention that a lot of times for, you know, extroverts like ourselves, sometimes that's a little bit of an easier, more natural things for us to do because we like, you know, to be around other people, even obviously it's, it's a difficult thing and difficult conversations, but when she was mentioning as well, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's introverts that are listening to this and you guys, you don't have to be out there and like, you know, in this type of manner, but you do need to connect because otherwise like that's, that's one of the things that they were talking about as well is that a lot of times like depression and shame and all that stuff comes out of isolation. And if you're able to connect with people and again, it doesn't have to be in this, you know, crazy like group setting way or something, but we're, we're made to have that connection and true meaningful connection. And when you don't have that, that's when, you know, all of those other things start to start to come. And I, and I, and I can see, you know, when looking at this, I'm excited to kind of, I don't, I don't necessarily want to say excited. I'm very intrigued to learn more about this because depression and, you know, anxiety and just people just feeling really down. It does seem to be, you know, kind of like a plague. And, um, it's really, it's really sad. And I think that, you know, we talk about social media and how, you know, people are more, um, connected than ever now, but there's really not that true connection. And I think that's one of the biggest things, because even if you're on there and you're interacting, but there's not that true connection, that's what people are missing. And I think that's probably one of the biggest causes. So I don't necessarily blame social media. This is part of our world. You guys, like, I don't think that 
it, and it's always going to be evolving. So there's always going to be things that we're going to have to learn and cope with and deal with. And I think that that's just part of it. I mean, everybody from, you know, early, early, early on, they just had different shit to deal with, right? Like same thing with us. Like we all have different stuff in our lives that we're dealing with. And that's exactly what's happening with different times. So it's not like, okay, it's the, it's the video games. Oh my gosh. It's the social media. Yes. This is part of our life. And there's things about it that we have to adapt and cope with and learn how to deal with effectively. And I think that that's one of the biggest things that challenges to figure out how to actually make those meaningful connections in this world. And I think it's possible. I feel like I, I do it definitely in, in person as well as sometimes online. You know, there's, there's been plenty of people that I've been able to connect with and probably for like a couple years. And then I meet them in person and I was, it's, it's so weird because it's like, I just know you, like I truly yeah. know you because I feel like a lot of times, and it depends on the person obviously, but the people that I'm doing that with, I'm like, wow, like, I just feel like we've connected on a, a deeper level, even though it's literally been like text messaging and voice, you know, not probably not even a phone call, which I truly believe is something that is very, very important is actually, you know, the phone call, which is probably funny why we've kind of like shifted over to most of our communication being on Boxer, which is a, like kind of like a walkie talkie app. Yeah. You know, we're not texting as much, obviously, if we have to send a link or something, but a lot of our communication is walkie talkie, which is pretty cool. Hey friends. Hey, sorry to interrupt the show. I just wanted to jump in with a quick reminder about our huge prize pack giveaway. Register at hotmesstosuccess.com slash win. There's a ton of prizes for you to win. So go to hotmesstosuccess.com slash win. Now let's get back to the show. I love it though, because there's some other people that I'm communicating with and I'm like, this is just a pain in my beep, 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 because it's like, I want to talk to you. I don't want to call you at the moment, but I want to tell you something. And I want you to hear the craziness in my voice so you can hear how crazy this story is. But I don't, you know what I mean? Like it's not going to come through the same in a text message. So I think that's so important. I think some ideas too, for, um, even meaningful connections for people who are like introverts and stuff is just really find what is your wheelhouse? Like, what do you enjoy doing? Like, maybe you just enjoy sitting at home and reading. So how can you connect with other people who read or go to your public library? Maybe you can even read to little kids, like who are the most genuine loving kids are the best because they're so usually non-judgmental because they don't, they're not, haven't been poisoned by that in society, hopefully yet. And so there's other animals things. too. Yes. Yes. Like, go to your, go to your humane society, go to your rescues, volunteer. I've seen, I've met the most incredible introverts that have helped. I, we used to do a lot of volunteering with, with a dog rescue and it was amazing. Like they were just so happy and obviously connecting with animals is just a beautiful thing. And so, man, if you don't, if you're like, no, I just really don't want to deal with people that connection can be so healing. I love that. That is fantastic. So like, just go get get a dog, (laughs) get a dog now, go adopt adopt a dog right now. That's kind of like, I actually was listening to another podcast this week and the lady he was interviewing, she, um, said that she had got into a funk, into a depression and 
she had a friend tell her that animals are really good for that. And she went out and she adopted a dog and she said, my life has never been the same. She's like, he's my best friend. Yes. I had to like train him and do whatever, but you know, it was like a process we went through together. And he's like, I mean, it literally, the animal changed her life. So there's so much power in animals and just, they they don't talk back. No. And that's that unconditional love is absolutely incredible. And just, you can learn so much from them. And so side note, I, we're probably, so our listeners, if you guys have any experience with this, please like message me, comment, do whatever, because we are probably getting Kenzie a bearded dragon. She like, yeah, she loves dinosaurs. And I've been hearing about these and we've been looking into them and I'm like, gosh, I, these things seem so cool. Like, and I think <laughs> this kind of stemmed from we caught a spider. <laughs> and, oh gosh. The and spider. Remember that? Yeah. So, so I, I sent Laura a picture of this spider. We might, maybe we'll put it in the show notes. Um, so, <laughs> no, we won't. So we have videos too, you guys. So, so we caught this spider and it was just like, like, Oh my gosh, we're trying to figure out what kind of spider this is, whatever. I'm like, I think this is a spider that bit Kenzie, you know, a while ago. And Laura's like, flush, kill that thing. Flush it down. It bit your daughter. Da, da, da. And so we ended up, John took a fly, like he found a fly in, alive and like put it in there to like watch it, like attack the, we're totally getting off base. Point being, if you guys know anything <laughs> about, about bearded dragons, okay. My daughter's three and a half and I think she's going to love it. And she's going to be able to like, cause I think you have to feed them like crickets. Well, what a great thing for kids though, too, because you yes. know what, it seems younger and younger and younger kids are, we see kids on antidepressants and stuff and it's just heartbreaking and yeah. they're dealing with a lot of issues. And I've seen a lot of kids issues, whether it's ADHD or mm-hmm. autism or all these things where pets have really changed them, but we can't yeah. get off on that tangent because we could have an entire show on pet well, therapy. We need to bring somebody right. on. And I think we will definitely do that because I have a lot of connections in that space. So that would be amazing. We are totally going to do that for you guys. I love when that comes out of here. Um, but one of, one of the things I do want to say, though, is take note from Alyssa's interview with this. If you guys are having any type of those experiences with your children, especially in the Midwest, you guys, it is a fact that X percent, I'm not even going to say what it is, but it's very high of people in the Midwest are vitamin D deficient. And that is exactly what it causes. So the fact of the matter, if if they're not getting outside in the sun, especially in the winter when it's yucky and gloomy, or just not as much, like a lot of times kids are not getting outside as much. Like sometimes that does happen. Take note. And you know what? That might be what it is. Like instead of all this other stuff, let's like bring that awareness because Alyssa was going through all of this stuff, going to counseling, like freaking out, not being able to get out of bed. And then thank God it was a vitamin D deficiency and she was able to reverse that. And so take note. I mean, that it might not be that, but it is a possibility. So, I mean, get that. If that's a, if that's a concern, get that checked out. Absolutely. I'm a huge believer in that. I had, you know, my ex was dealing with that and palpitating heart and heart, fast heart rate and all of this stuff. And he went in and had a bioscan done by a friend at a wellness center, a naturopath wellness center, and found out that he was like lacking vitamin B and lacking all these nutritional things that yeah. within three days of doing drops of vitamin B and different things. So I really encourage, he was feeling better. Like, I mean, the heart, the racing heart stopped and all of yeah. that. And so I really, I, I truly believe that we have to be an advocate for our own health and wellness. Yeah. And those those wellness centers where they can do those 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 bioscans and they can really hook you up and really see how your body is communicating with all of the stressors of life, they're yep. legit. 
Like just try it. Like even it's not voodoo. It's like legit. It literally is the energy of your body. I was so surprised. I did it for all of my kids. I did it. He did it. We all did it. And we we all feel better. Yeah, we are in huge agreement in that. And you know what, you guys, we will absolutely be bringing, I already have some people on our list as well. We will absolutely be bringing you people that can do a deep dive into this stuff. And so, um, yeah, stay tuned for that. Cause that's going to be, that's going to be exciting as well. It is. All right. So I we think got? we are like, um, we action steps for this week because are we, do we have a minute to, to do one other thing? Sure. Do we, do we have a little bit of time? Where are we at? We're Ish. about 20 something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One more thing. Cause I think this is, was really cool. And when Alyssa was talking about how, and it was kind of like the judgment thing about how we actually judge ourselves. So I really want to discuss this because she talked about how we're a mean girl. And if you guys ever take a minute, I had not done this, um, until I had read a book called the untethered soul. It's inc- I mean, this, this book really changed like my perspective on things from like the inside out. It was incredible, but it talks about basically there's, there's things in your, there's, you're talking to yourself in your head all of the time. And that's why, probably why meditation, which I pray I can, you know, work in, and learn how to do this, but why meditation is so good because you're quieting those voices. And so the way that you talk to yourself, you would never ever speak those words to a person in real life. And you are a horrible bitch to yourself. Why, why are we so mean to ourselves? Right. I don't know. I, I seriously, when I was listening to our podcast episodes and I'm like, I, I'm recalling my episode and I was like, I'm such an idiot. And then I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. I just called us and I called myself an idiot. Okay. That was really productive. Like, you know, I mean, I was like basically saying I've done some really stupid things in my life. I was an idiot and I'm so glad I've learned from it. But I was like, right. it sounded really bad. I was like, that right. sounded just like shouldn't come out of my mouth even. I should not even be calling myself an idiot. Right. Like, yeah. I was like, okay. I think one time I called you that too. It's like, what? Me? I remember we were conversating oh. and I'm like, we're so stupid. We can't, we can't. Oh do yeah. This. Laura like, was saying, she was, and I'm like, stop, stop calling. Wait, stop calling us that. So she probably says that to herself all the time. But I was just like, wait, no, this is not okay. So yeah, I mean that that self talk. Oh gosh, we'll bring you. I don't, I don't have any resources like at the top of my head on that kind of stuff. But there is great books on talking about that. You know, having that positive self talk, reframing. That's why affirmations are so important. I know you do that with your daughter and your and your kids. We do that when she's on her way to school too, and it's hilarious. Yes. But like, and we, I love it. And affirmations are an just so important at a young age. Okay. So I was having conversation with my teenage niece and her friend and their boyfriends and all that drama. And I was like, okay, girls, first of all, you need to love yourself before you can love anyone else. Okay. So like, I'm literally like, okay, I I'm telling her, I'm like, you need to wake up every morning and in the shower say, I love you. Like talk to yourself. I love you, Laura. You are beautiful. You are worthy. You deserve only the best in life. I'm like telling these girls, I'm like, that is how you need to wake up every morning. That is what she's like, but I can't. I'm like, yes, you can. You just do it. Right. It's a choice. Like everything we do is a choice. 
Oh, we have got to, we will share it on our Facebook page, but, and I will dig it up. I know you've had to see this Laura with the little girl that's like in the mirror. And she's like, you are awesome. You are what she's so adorable. So we will find that we will get that on our Facebook page. Uh, maybe we'll put the link in the show notes. I don't know how that all, you know, works. It'll pan out, but we got to get that to you because that is just too adorable. And it's, you guys do that. That stuff is life changing. It really, really is. So power of affirmations. Um, it, it's is- a big deal. This is how I kind of see our, um, you know, there's a lot of talk online, especially when you're doing podcasts and stuff about building community and building a Facebook group. But this is what I see, you know, is us bringing together, building a community, you know, eventually down the road. These are things that we have in the works and bringing people together and being that uplifting community. It's so easy to be catty and things like that. And having experienced this girl boss group that Amanda's in on social media, it's the most amazing supportive community ever. And then like, I, I, we are going to have that. I I can just see that, which is so exciting. And that's what we need from, I mean, can you see that evolving even maybe into the younger generations and we have a teen one and we have whatever, um, just super cool. We can make some really cool collaborations with some other people. And, and before I wrap it up, I just do want to say, since you brought that up with that girl boss group, it is the, um, Amazon merch girl boss group. And I want to comment on that because I know why it's like that. It's because the, le- the head of that uh, group, Amy Herberger takes no shit. She is very protective of the group, very protective of the tone of the group. And because of that, she doesn't have to deal with all of that other stuff. Like sometimes she has to put people in check. Sometimes they get a warning. Sometimes she's like, no. She goes, I need to protect because the, all, you can deal with that stuff in the rest of the, the world, the rest of Facebook, the rest of whatever. She's not all unicorns and freaking rainbows. Don't get me wrong, but she's not going to put up with the bullshit. Like she wants to make sure that people are in there that are supporting each other, that are encouraging, that are uplifting because this is their place to be able to have that. Because a lot of times when people are, if you guys are solopreneurs or if you're out there or whatever, like you said, like sometimes you feel alone, like, no, this is the place where you don't. So, um, is- that's so cool that, The reason why they do that in that group is because those women are on a different level because so often when you see women come together, it's on a competitive aspect. Like they're selling the same thing I'm selling and now we can't be friends. It's like, no, we're selling the same thing. Let's be friends and let's collaborate. Like let's get ideas. There's enough business for everyone. And it's more of a collaboration versus a competition. And that is a beautiful thing. That is so cool to see. We are going to build a collaboration culture, you guys. That is what's going to happen. So I love it. Let's talk about the action that we want to challenge you guys with this week. So during Alyssa's interview, she talked about a, an incredible seven-day challenge that she is graciously going to provide everyone, which is incredible. We will actually give you guys the information on that and how to get into that. You can go into the show notes and check that out. But it is called the Perfect and Productive Seven-Day Challenge. So I am so amped because we are going to do this and we're, we're going we're gonna to be able to share on that. But we are going to do this ourselves. So we want to challenge you guys to do it with us. Yes, this is going to be so fun. So who does not need a perfect and productive 
like life, right? That's what we're all striving for is productivity, getting things done and, you know, mastering some things in life, which is cool. So, um, I'm really excited to take this challenge. And so we'll have the link in the show notes. Definitely go there. When you go to hotmessofsuccess.com and you click on this episode, you're going to be able to see all of the tools and resources that we talked about on today's episode, as well as a link to the perfect and productive seven day challenge. And then we'll have more details watch our Facebook group and watch our Instagram. So, cause we'll be checking in and we'll be telling you like what we're doing and how it's going for us as well. So it's yes. going to be a lot of fun. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for hanging with us on this awesome Thursday and we will see you guys next time. All right. Bye-bye. Hey friends, thanks for listening today. If you have not registered for all the amazing prizes, go to hotmesstosuccess.com slash win. And always remember, you are not alone. You are highly favored and greatly blessed and you have everything inside of you to kick ass in life and business. Now it's time to take action and own it.